0: Welcome to the Propane Business Podcast. I'm Johnny and I'm Yusuf. We set up and built propanefitness.com into the profitable, semi-automated system that it is today, which allowed us to quit our corporate jobs and coach online full-time. More importantly, we were able to do this without a huge online audience or being glued to social media every day. We're now ready to share everything
1: from the failures we've made to the systems that now consistently generate hundreds of thousands in revenue. We help personal trainers, coaches, and gym owners do the same by avoiding the mistakes we've made and the best practices going forward. Subscribe to this podcast to learn what we're doing and what we've done to build and scale
0: ProPinFitness.com.
1: We'll be teaching you how to generate a steady flow of online clients, win at Facebook ads, automate your coaching systems, and to achieve financial independence.
0: One, and go. Are oh, you ready? <laughs> the opposite of
1: an anticlimax, isn't it false start <laughs> 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 hello we are back once
0: again we should do would you rathers on this
1: we should yeah it, by the way with a business tweet.
0: we should mention i don't know why we didn't mention on the first episode we have another podcast don't we
1: yeah so you you've, you've got to have a listen to the fitness podcast it's mm. i mean you may be bored of fitness as a topic but i can guarantee that probably only about 30 percent of the content <laughs> that, to be honest
0: <laughs> And that's only when we have guests on and when they're speaking.
1: And we're forced to, to fitness it. But yeah.
0: Like, um, if you want to hear Greg Knuckle's answer to, like, would you rather have a brick or a pigeon attached to your head? like For life. We asked him. If you want to hear how Menno Henselmans thinks about death, we asked him that question right. as well. Like, we've, yeah.
1: We, we go off-piste, and I think <clears> in <throat> a very good way. There's also some good stuff on there on meditation, personal finance,
0: uh, porn.
1: Porn addiction. Yeah. You did a whole uh,
0: episode on just porn. A
1: whole episode. So, yeah. So, there's lots of uh, good stuff. There isn't any
0: porn on the podcast, I should mention. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, you didn't do any porn? I didn't know. At least not that I, I did. no
1: porn on the podcast that you know of. Or elsewhere that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> so, today.
0: You're also a doctor. Yes. Yeah, so really um, recently. I, I I mean. Congratulations. I we haven't not. even mentioned that on the fitness podcast.
1: I, I still grapple <laughs> with the wankiness of saying, hello, I'm Dr. Like, introducing yourself as Dr. Youssef on...
0: But you're not... Like, you didn't just get, like, a PhD in, like, something. You are a, a, a legit medical actual, doctor.
1: Not a fake one. Yeah. Like, if anxious. I
0: have, like... If my knee hurts, I can ask you, like, what's wrong with my knee? So
1: is it John yellow that says, like, I I'm not a doctor and I don't pretend to be someone... On, to be a doctor on the internet. Tim Ferriss. Tim Ferriss. Yeah.
0: Don't play a doctor on the internet. Whereas I do pretend to be a doctor on the internet. <laughs> well, no, I don't think you pretend. <laughs> That's the point. Like, the whole reason The whole reason I've mentioned it is there is no pretending.
1: That's true. Not anymore. Goodness me.
0: Because I had to introduce Yusuf as a medical student the whole time for, like, seven years. Oh, so... And now I can say he's a doctor.
1: Finally. What a relief.
0: But we don't answer medical questions for, Unless, le- for legal reasons. For legal reasons. <laughs> Unless
1: you come into hospital and I happen to be your doctor...
0: In um, which case he will doctor the hell I will out. He'll doctor of you. you so hard. Just think of something about your body. Yusuf understands it better than you, <laughs> guarantee. That's the best way to think of it. So, welcome to episode two of this fun filled business podcast with Johnny and Yusuf from Propane Fitness.
1: We have another buzzword for you today. And by the end of it, you will understand the myth around. Basically, making money on on the <laughs> front end, being able to make sales,
0: making and dosh,
1: for, and for that to be a profit. Wonga, Wonga. So, what are some other words. Uh, green, green, green. Is that not? That's a very street. Like, yeah, oh, making,
0: making green, okay. green, man. Okay. Dollar, dollar, pounds, sterling, making sterling <laughs> or euro. Yeah. So we're t- <laughs> talking about. Sales, um, lead generation, and sales. So, this is the first topic we wanted to really address, um, and the reason is that you can have, and I think actually, the most common starting point of someone who like sends us a pers- uh, sends us a DM or an email and inquires about working with us, the most common situation they are in. Is they have like a logo that they've spent. Have you written something on the screen for me? No, no. Oh, right, you've looked at money.
1: There's just people that they they, they want to make wad, they want to make boodle, dibs, simoleons. Let's alternate. Greenbacks. So, so dibs, ducats, your gelt, gelt, rhino, gravy, scratch, stuff, oof, folding money.
0: I don't think these are words for money. Anyway, legal tender. If you yeah. want to make legal tender, this is how to do it. Um, so yeah, they have they have a logo that they've probably got off 99designs, spent a couple of hundred quid. They've got a website. They've paid a web designer to build, cost them loads of money. They have a brilliant lead magnet mm-hmm. that's usually like a recipe guide or something so like that. So uh, I
1: think 99% of the time <laughs> it's a recipe guide. 1% of the time it's like how to get big arms.
0: Five ab exercises, <clears> and <throat> all, yeah. And usually the recipe guide as well is something that they've bought from... You know, there's loads of coaches who offer like white labelling now. So you download a recipe guide, you put your logo on the front of it, um, you put your website on there. I've like, oh got a recipe guide, mate. It's really then,
1: starting the business on the wrong foot, isn't it? It is,
0: yeah. So they, and they even probably have they're paying a monthly subscription for some kind of client management app that again they've white labelled and they have their own logo on it and it's like all set up and perfect. They may be even paying someone else to set it up for them. So that that person comes to us and they say, "Guys, uh, I've got an online business. Um, I just don't have any clients or leads." And I think f- focusing on that back end stuff like, is. I
1: had a guy that was doing my Facebook ads for a while, <laughs> but it was costing me three grand a month, and <gasps> I couldn't. Uh, I didn't get any leads off it. So, what do you recommend? I know, yeah,
0: what, yeah, and I think like sales and lead gen is really one of the only parts of an online business where if that goes away, suddenly the business no longer exists. Like there was a good period of time where we literally used email and Word.
1: Yep. That and was that, that was
0: it. And like we managed to give, like we were getting testimonials off the back of that with people saying, guys, I love this service. Like people probably, what's your longest client? 11 years?
1: Uh, eight years. Eight yeah. years, right. So I, I, I was looking, I was clearing out my old email Sent sent box the other day because my Apple Mail was getting so slow because of how much we used to just we used to just do coaching over over email, email yeah. with large attachments and everything really kind of terrible old system.
0: But I a guy who's still working with you, like right? eight mm. years lifetime value is crazy, like crazy for offline PT. Never mind online PT. You've probably you've met him now, haven't you? Living yeah. in London. Um, but the point is, is that he started when our service was like that. Yeah. Right. And now we have like we have more fancy things to deliver the, the coaching and stuff like that. But the point is, is that put two businesses side by side. One has spent a year focusing on just lead generation and sales, but has no back end in inverted commas, no delivery systems to speak of. The other one has an an iOS app that they've paid to be developed. Who's going? Who's in a better position? Right. Mm-hmm. So that's why this stuff's so important. Um, and I think when we started we alluded to this and that we didn't we, we directly talked about it in the last episode of we started thinking, well, online business that means like I need to be a streamer, I need to be a youtuber, you know like i need I need to have this massive audience, and when you look at who, who is doing well, a lot of the people that are visible are almost famous online like. KinoBody is a good Millions example. Millions of
1: subscribers, and, and, full-time yeah, video like production. Yeah, video team. Really documenting their entire lives.
0: Drone footage, Lamborghinis.
1: So it's interesting because this this is about
0: getting traffic, getting exposure mm. on, on the front end. and well, I suppose it, it is, and that's how we see it, but I think take a step outside of our world. Mm-hmm. People think, I want to be an online coach. I have to be like that. Therefore, like... I mean, James Smith's the latest example, Joe Wicks, and then obviously guys in the US, Kino Body, next, Lady Boss. All these people have large audiences. It's like when you see bodybuilders in a gym and they're all taking like hydroxy cut from <laughs> muscle tech. And you think, well, it must be the hydroxy cut that's, yep. you know, and you miss like the, the bigger picture.
1: So what what's interesting is about this, the difference between kind of creating systems on the back end with no... Um, you know, so creating delivery systems but without any clients coming in the door on the front, mm-hmm. compared to offering value first and foremost. And then when the sales come, then you can start to reinvest that money into creating systems to deliver your product better to the client. It's a much better way of looking at it. And we, we talked about this in the last episode as well. If you haven't listened, go back and have a have a have a listen through. But um, talking about how if you don't start with the fundamental axiom of offering value to people, then everything from that point forward is gonna be a mess.
0: And that's, a, I think that's another buzzword. It's another like vague term, isn't it? Give value. value. Like what does that mean? I think the way I think of that is every time someone has a, an interaction with your business, so whether that's like they see a Facebook post, they go through one of your sales processes, they speak to you on the phone, whatever that is, like they should feel like they've taken something from that interaction probably for free so if someone sees like a facebook ad for example and you might have seen our facebook ads before hopefully you felt when you read the facebook ad or saw the facebook ad or clicked on the landing page that you came away thinking like oh i think i kind of learned something from that and you're left with a a, a nice taste in your mouth rather than like that was awful like he forced me to do something I didn't want to do. So you were
1: talking about this before, where it's like, you know, if you you say, hey, I've got 10 online (laughs) spots available, that's talking from the perspective of your problems. Like someone who doesn't know you doesn't care about that. Mm. Whereas if that person is scrolling Facebook and they have a job that they need to get done, they need to lose fat for a wedding. They need to feel healthier in themselves. They've got back pain, whatever it is. And there's someone who talks in terms of their problems and what they can offer you. That's a completely different frame.
0: Mm, Absolutely. So I think, but there are so many misconceptions of how do you make sales? How do you get leads and make sales? And I think what most people teach surrounds, you know, like don't go after a cold audience. Like don't go after people who don't know you. Like build a warm audience, but give loads of free content away um, and all that sort of stuff. And you see coaches, like I've seen people who have been posting on Instagram every day for a year, and they've maybe got a couple of likes on each post, but they're still going because some coach is telling them, oh, just keep going, mate, like it'll eventually come. And it's just, there's nothing magical is going to happen because someone's watched an Instagram video or someone follows you on Facebook or someone's downloaded your recipe book. Like there still has to be, at some point, there still has to be an interaction where you say, by the way, do you want to buy my thing? Here's, the, here's a service that I have. Here's how I can help you. Here's why you should listen to me. So when we decided to take this more seriously and you know, we're like okay, Propane Fitness is for all intents and purposes a hobby that's making a little bit of cash but no one's gonna be able to live off this. We need to learn how to properly market and sell our services. We realized that okay, we're up against Kino Body. He gets a million views on a, on a YouTube video with super high end production and he has a team of people how are little Johnny and Yusuf going to go up against that? Because we have YouTube videos that like have 50 views on them or something like <laughs> that, 100 views. And I think when people ask us, how are you getting clients, they're confused because they compare like our Instagram to Joe Wick's Instagram and think, well, there's no way they're getting any clients because they haven't got the followers. Um, and basically the way that, as Yusuf mentioned before, the way we worked out how to do this is you just look you look outside the fitness industry at any real business that doesn't just exist in this little online weird bubble. Like None of them have a marketing and sales strategy, which is like, oh, mate, well, I'm just going to do an Instagram Live every day. Like You don't go to a bank and ask for a business loan and say, and they're like, well, what's your, what's your strategy to make money? Go, oh, it's okay. I've thought about this. I'm going to set up a free Facebook group and I'm going to post there every day. Because you get, you get laughed out of the bank in any real conversation. All of them have a marketing strategy that allows them to spend money on marketing and advertising and generate that money back. So we figured out that that's to take this seriously and build a real business that's what we needed. And that's what we spent and still do, like spend most of our time perfecting.
1: So in the simplest terms, you have two variables, traffic and conversions. And so the same as calories in, calories out that you know you when you talk through a confused fitness client you just you have people coming into your sphere people so the traffic are people who are exposed to any of your content in any form and then conversions are the percentage of that people that buy a product and so if you know those two numbers and you can pay for traffic and you know that your offer converts at 1% of that traffic then you know that you need to spend say, £100 to acquire 100 people to sell a £100 programme to one
0: person, and then you've made your money back. That, it really is. It sounds super simple, but that getting to that point...
1: Took us years. Well, if, I, if
0: I said to you, like, here's Google, here's the best laptop money can buy, you've got all day, summarise marketing to me by the end of today, you would never get to that conclusion. Because it's taken us a decade
1: <laughs> well, we, and we're you know we're we're a bit slow we're we're we a bit thick and we're just
0: it, an accountant and a doctor you know, trying our best
1: we're trying our best it took it took us a while to figure this out with fitness as well you know we were trying the the anaconda protocol and the expensive supplements and you know like occlusion training and high density all this kind of stuff and then after a few years we were like hang on there's calories and there's progressive overload and if you if you match those up to your goal, then actually you, you start
0: making progress ugh. consistently. Yeah. Traffic and conversions is the, is the best summary, really. And I think where every online wannabe, online fit pro, every aspiring online coach spends most of their time is acquiring traffic. And, like, there are good... Re- so we, we've had inquiries. I've had conversations on the phone with people who have, like, 50,000 followers on Instagram but they, for love nor money, cannot make a sale from an audience like that, and they're promoting some like you know they're, they're promoting the latest greens powder from my protein with an affiliate code because that's all they can think to do, and I would far rather have an audience of a hundred people that I can consistently that refreshes over time or whatever that I'm able to get customers from than a million people that I can't make sales, yeah it's you know and that I think. That's where people go wrong is they try and build an audience. They spend all their time trying to build an audience and forget that at some point they need conversions.
1: It's funny because actually the if you take the two extremes, someone who has a small audience but extremely high converting and really um, it matches up with their niche audience so well mm. compared to, a say, an Instagram model that has 2.4 million followers but really... Are only the, the followers are only because of the visual
0: mm.
1: aspect of Instagram. You know, there's lots of tit pics and ass pics, and and that that's kind of the um, which is just like our Instagram. It, well, that yeah, that is our Instagram. In fairness, just just this. Use
0: tits. <laughs> but
1: um, you know that 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 audience of 2.4 million people. Yes, it's huge, but are, do they see that person as an authority in anything? Do they see them as someone that can get them as a result? get them a result or are they just someone that they like to look at their
0: pictures well it's as you were saying like you want the reason that you give free value away the reason that you help these people out you're helping a specific person solve a specific problem with whatever you say or do on the internet the result of that is people start to follow you and they follow you for that reason right if you, someone who's just come off love island may have a million followers everyone looks at that and goes like wow yeah, i've got a million followers but They're only following them because they were on TV once, and so when that person then tries to sell stuff to that audience, it's this like weird, like sticky, icky situation. (laughs) Like, oh god, I wasn't expecting that. We've
1: managed the inbox of somebody that has a million followers. We won't mention his name. Um, Makes me feel ill. Yeah, we and we responded manually to every (laughs) inquiry that came up, and you know what? Didn't make a single sale. Didn't even mention. Didn't mention a price or anything, and it was simply because. Like the responses were often, "Oh no, I'm I'm not really looking for to buy a program. I just I just basically want to bum
0: this guy." <clears throat> he was literally getting like sexual requests, wasn't he? Through that, yeah,
1: that was actually that was the majority yeah. of his. And for a million people, you'd think at least some of them, some yeah. of that million people would be interested. in Even 100? 100 is <laughs> all you would need, isn't it? None. All just wanted to bum him, and so it's amazing that you you know you can have such a big audience for the wrong reason. Just so, bumming. Yeah. So just so chasing audience on its own or chasing traffic without a view for
0: conversions is a mistake. So what what you want to get into the position of doing. So you whenever you're acquiring these people, you're either giving time. Well so you're you're always giving something in exchange for clicks, right? Attention. And I think people favor free they favor doing content because they think, oh well, that means I can build my business for free and I don't have to run Facebook ads or Instagram ads. Um, and I'll just have this massive audience and then I'll sell them my ebook or my you know, 20 pound a month membership or whatever um, but actually to build an audience that big takes a lot of time like the people, these YouTube stars who have got big audiences on YouTube they haven't just managed that by doing the odd video in their spare room like they are, they have full production teams they are, make no mistake they're investing a lot of time and money to produce that content And so what we realized was it's far easier if you have a model, as Yusuf said, where you can, if you put a hundred pound into advertising, you get a hundred clicks, you make a sale for a hundred pounds. Actually, what you've done there is bring a, exposed a hundred new people to your business, You've acquired a customer who hopefully becomes a client and then continues to pay you and you can keep doing that. You can put a thousand pounds in, ten thousand pounds in, and you're always at least breaking even on the front end.
1: Well, that situation you described, it, of, of making a hundred pounds sale, that that's that's more than breaking even because yes, you've broken even straight away, but that person's not gonna be like, All right, cheers, bye, bye and then, then. You never see them again. Mm.
0: Hopefully. That, well, unless you crap it delivery service. If your program's your really shit, then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or it's like, oh, I'm only back. Yeah, but this is why there are multi- the multiple facets to this. But yeah, you're right. Like that person pays you £100 a month too, pure profit. Especially when someone's been with you for eight years. Yeah. You know, you can start to see, well...
1: There's no ad spend going into him. Exactly. You know, and, and he's yeah. over the moon. And that's, that's because over time we've refined our product delivery processes mm. such that he's happier
0: every month. So building one of these processes, like building a sales funnel, essentially, which just means taking someone from like, who on earth are you to, all right, I want to start. Where do I, what do I do? How do I pay, right? That that gap, that transact, that moving that person from that place to signing up a lead into a client. If you have something like that, you're able to work out a cost per customer a cost to how much you have to spend to acquire a customer. Otherwise known in marketing land as CPA or cost per acquisition. What you just mentioned is, like, let's say you have a client who pays £100 a month for a year, right, but you spent £100 to acquire that person. That's a very, very profitable position to be in. You would do that every day. Like, there is not a reason why you wouldn't then think, well, I'm going to spend 200 300 400 500
1: And it's beautifully compounding as well, because mm-hmm. once you've got them in your world, once they've they've signed up for you, they've seen that their, your program is legit and it offers them value, you no longer have to pay Facebook to find that person. Mm. That person is in your world and the advertising is all done, or the continued advertising for them to stay with you is all done from how good your program is. And I trust that if you're listening to this podcast, you're interested in growing your business because you offer a good product already and you're good at what you do. Otherwise, you wouldn't be in this game very long.
0: Well, everyone says, like, you know, the coach I mentioned at the beginning, like the the typical situation of they've got an app and a lead magnet and all that sort of stuff, their complaint usually is... I know I'm really good at what I do. I just need more eyes on my business, right And to try and do that, they give free content away or they upload a video every day and it gets like 10, 20 views and they get frustrated. If imagine us versus that person, so we that person spent all that time building their the back end and in inverted commas, all the delivery and the systems. We've spent the same time just building a really simple sales process that gives loads of value to a specific person and encourages that person to sign up for a a, a program that helps them, it's built for them, Positioned just as the expert.
1: Then at that point, if the complaint is, oh, I'd I'd prefer a better mobile experience, then make an app.
0: Yeah, (laughs) not not beforehand. (laughs) But yeah, so we're able to spend 10 grand on ads to reach new people, bring new customers into our world. The other coach can't do that because they don't have like if you run ten thousand pounds of traffic to your homepage of your website like good luck with that like you know good luck trying to make your money back so we call this the break-even back-end model if you've ever seen one of our webinars or been through one of our like workshops or had any coaching with us before you'd have heard us speak about it but that like be having that in your business that should be your obsession until it's at the point where you're like all right i know if i get a hundred leads into this process I get at least a customer out of it, ideally two or three customers out of it. And if you have that, the data, the, the numbers you're able to extract from that means that you've got a business. It means you've got a sales and marketing process that is scalable. And hopefully you can automate it, you can make it evergreen. And people say, all right, all right Johnny, what's a sales funnel, what's a sales funnel? Like It can be a challenge, it can be a webinar, it can be an email series. It can be a product launch. It doesn't have, the the tactics aren't relevant. What matters is, as Yusuf said, you're giving some value away for free during a process that you've mapped out and defined, positioning you as the person, the expert that is well positioned to help these people. And you're speaking to a specific type of person about a specific problem, right? If you do those things and your program is the logical next step, it'll work, right? And I know we're making it sound easy. It isn't easy, but it should be where all your focus is, and once you're at that point, then suddenly, like looking at all these people with large audiences, it doesn't matter because you can you can spend money on advertising and compete with them.
1: so we'll be talking through the, the each of those steps that that Johnny's just mentioned of finding that exact that that group of people that have a specific need, how to access those people, how to create something of value to those people and then how to put your offer, how to create your offer and how to put that in front of those people as well. And then how to replicate that whole process. And then if there is demand, we will certainly go through the specific tactics of how to deliver that, what, um, what, you, what you could do, what are the options. But the reason we're talking about principles first and foremost is that many people, and you know, we made this mistake too, is jump straight into tactics because they're, they're cool and they're actually something that you can do and it's actionable but without seeing how they fit into a business or how they fit into your model, then they're just a cool toy that you're playing with, but they're not actually it's the same as um, you know, someone if you know anyone who owns a gin and buys the the new <laughs> Elite FTS glute ham race or like the reverse reverse band Swiss bar or like Swiss football, bar <laughs> football grip. <laughs> Whatever and inversion shoes, and you're like, okay, how does that fit into a program? oh I don't know, but it's, it's cool. And customers cost us three grand. And you're like, right? Well, it it's not going to make you any money, and it's not going doesn't
0: translate into anything. Well, it's uh, as well. Like, go hire a business coach. Like, go pick the first business coach in your newsfeed. Um, obviously, not us because we're we're much better than that. But like, <laughs> the, I'm joking. the The average the average coach is promoting a tactic. It's like, ah, oh, the reason you're not succeeding is you're not doing sales calls. You need a seven day challenge. You need a you need to do webinars, mate. Like that's where the money. You need a chat bot. It's the like, same as selling
1: someone a meal plan.
0: It's exactly the same as that. Yeah, it's the same as saying you need if you eat sweet potato, you'll lose weight. Forgetting that actually calories and progressive overload is still what's important. So there are way, there are multiple ways to package this stuff, but the core thing, and I think the take home from this this episode should be that you know how do you start how do you build an online business when the market's so noisy when there's so many people making so much content if you have an audience of zero you build a process that allows you to convert leads into customers in the shortest period of time possible sounds obvious but that is so few people focus on that so few so many people focus on the sexy stuff like the delivery systems the apps the chatbots the email software and they forget that actually it's like what are you saying and who are you saying it to? How are you helping someone and why do they, what are you doing to make them find out about you and know about that? So again, we're going to be covering more in in the podcast. But that's an overview, a whistle-stop tour of sales and lead gen. Boom, okay, see you in the next episode. Bye.